0: Welcome to this episode of Tongue and Chic with the Solomon Sisters. I'm Ilana. and Dina. And we are your pop culture vultures in Couture. We are joined today by Liz from Bravo and Cocktails. We are so excited to have you here, Liz. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Oh, <laughs> it's really such a thrill for us to be. We enjoy so much, really what I would call your comedy, and it's such a thrill to have the opportunity to kind of delve into everything that's going on in Bravo
1: Universe with you. Oh, I'm excited. This is actually my first podcast. Oh, wow. We're so lucky. We're honored. I feel so Uh, special. I had been asked, and I was always like, I don't know, you know, and... You guys asked me, and I listened to you guys, and I really loved your pod. And I was like, you know what? I think this is a really good fit. So, well, you have just like oh my god, yeah.
0: you- I, seriously, I think I just turned red. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Like I'm, I'm, so, I'm That's such a compliment. Thank you so hey, much. We're so glad that you
1: liked it. So I don't know if I told you guys this, but Jersey is even though I'm from New York City, th- I live in Queens but I live in like a suburban area of Queens, right? So you wouldn't know the neighborhood if I said it, but it's like Jersey in every way. The McMansions, the Italians, <laughs> like I most closely relate to that. The family relations, like the season, season three of Jersey when Melissa Gorga and Joe came on is probably yes. for me, the, mo- the most relatable housewives To me because it's how I grew up. I grew up with very close knit families that get mad over nothing and that there's all this drama, but then if somebody talks about your brother when you're fighting with them, it's war.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're my father, that's all I think of every time I think of that episode.
1: (laughs) I have legitimately been at sacraments, be it christenings or communions where Exactly, that has happened. So, <laughs> I most closely relate to Melissa and Joe. If I had to say, like, which housewife couple is most like me and my husband? I mean, I wish I looked like Melissa, but you're gorgeous. you are you to stunning. Yeah, yeah oh you're God. gorgeous. I appreciate that so much. But I mean, Melissa Gorgas, and like, I would say, like, my husband has the same energy that he has where he's like fun and keeps it light and makes everybody yeah. laugh. So that's a good couple I, to be like. Yeah.
0: That's like a real couple goes in my mind. I, they genuinely have like a, a growth with each other in, in a marriage. Oh, that's what you always time. want. You want to be able to develop together, like not just enjoy each other in the present.
1: Totally agree. They have evolved. I mean, we've watched it, right? If you watch back, you watch the evolution of it. And I also really like, people say like, oh, Melissa's boring. I totally disagree. I love how she made it work for her family. She swallowed everything with Teresa. I mean, listen, Teresa was going through a lot. But at the beginning, there was a lot of like, Melissa's the bad guy. She was never the bad guy, right? But she took it. She took it. She made it work for the family, and and now everything's worked out for them. So I'm a huge Melissa stan.
0: I think Melissa is amazing and so strong for what she did for her family. I completely agree with you. But I do think for a viewer, after I feel like three and four, maybe a bit of five, she, like, closed up. Like, I just feel we don't get to really know her as much as maybe in the past we did, which
1: usually happens in, I feel, all the housewives. Right. I think once they get used to it, they kind of, like, the fame comes in, and then you're kind of like... And I also think her kids getting older probably played a role. Like, I'm a mom, and I have... My kids are probably the age of her kids when she started. So... Once your kids see what's going on and their friends are like, "Oh, your mom's on TV." I think and they're school aged but I think it's a natural like knee-jerk reflex as a mom to censor yourself.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: We even start Kyle do that, right? Remember when they yeah, were in Amsterdam? Of yeah,
0: I think they like, get really good. Like, I'm a Jew, but I still say thank you, Jesus, for Melissa, because I think she is great. <laughs> I do think that she doesn't bring, like, her own drama. What she brings, though, which I think is so valuable, is her sort of kind of attachment to other people's drama. Like, she was born into her parents' drama, for example. Like, they had this crazy story, and that keeps bringing brought into her story. And then you've got, like, the Teresa, and Teresa – I feel like sometimes, you know, got protected by production in the past. And so you got a lot of like what she did with the stripper gate with Melissa and trying to sort of create that narrative. And I'm sure there was probably footage that we didn't get to see that was out there. That was her being like more calculated and hands on and trying yeah. to produce that. but that like made Melissa, that also gave Teresa a season, you know, like that season was a great season. I still remember what Melissa wore to the restaurant when at the push event and and when they were fighting in the bathroom. And then, you know, when Joe, you know, called, um, what is it? Kim D that he called the co-core. I mean, it was such classic, wonderful episode, and I always think back on it uh, from that scene of Melissa and Teresa fighting.
1: So without Melissa, we wouldn't have had that. I, I think the most authentic, and that's why I'm very excited, some people aren't excited about Kathy coming on to Beverly Hills. To me, you could fake a lot, but when you put family together, you, you can try, but ultimately... Even when, remember when they, when Melissa and Teresa like buried the hatchet, we still got real moments because family is family. You can't fake the funk all the time. The realness comes out. So I think Kathy coming on to Beverly Hills is going to, because Beverly Hills needs a shake up. We so that, are. Bored.
0: I so want to too. we did like a poll the other day and it was exactly about this because I love when it's family drama, actually more than friends drama, like it much more interests me. Actually in New Jersey, why it was my first of the housewife and it was really like, I was so excited by it because it was family drama. And for the yeah. same reason, when I went to Beverly Hills and Dina was the one who guided me through, she said, you're going to love it. Cause it's also family drama. And I'm always so di- interested in family dynamics, maybe because kind of what you were saying it's something that you can more connect with as a viewer like there are things that happen in their friends group from the different franchises that you just never connect with like one couldn't connect with those things I'm never gonna like have an issue with a person for those reasons, you know, I mean, I would have no friends if timeliness was an issue because mm-hmm. I've never been on time for anything, but like, you know, on, in terms of family, it's like what you said, you can't fake that and you can't be so produced and you also can't be so underhanded. So whatever comes out, it's the
1: real stuff. And it's the stuff that sort of cringe. And it's that people who really out. know you see the thing yeah. is like, I'm on this podcast. Like I could, I could say what I, I could say what I am. I could, I could become a character, right? Mm-hmm. When you're with your family, even if they, if, even if they co-sign it, right? If me and my brother went on a reality show and I said, I only want you to, eventually it comes, you cannot hide from family. Yeah. No, I completely agree. agree. They, like, know do, they know your strengths. Yeah. They know your weaknesses. They know which button to push and it's yeah. all going to come out. You know, and you're- Good friends know what buttons to push too. So when the housewives are really friends, yes. But like OC is an example. Now it's this, like, I know there's a lot of reasons that we're not in, that people aren't into OC, but you look at it, they're not really friends. They're like starting the season. Oh, we're, we're going to mend. You're only mending fences because you're on TV. You guys don't have a friendship. There's no history. There's no common thread it, I'm disinterested aside from the fact that Kelly Dodd is what she is and I'm not interested in her period there's no thread it's not there for yeah
0: there, there's nothing that's giving you sort of any reason to feel emotionally attached to the stories right and you know we said this on a different podcast but outside of the Kelly Dodd of it all in the sort of kind of reasons that a lot of people are not um following the show this season. Both Dina and I were already looking at the season more like a chore than a pleasure because for a few right. seasons they've really lost their kind of their plot. Groove. I mean they've for lost, lack of a better phrase. They've lost their groove and completely. Heather. Yeah, Heather was amazing. I loved the days of Heather. Heather was
1: great. So OC was the first one and I was there for- for it. And the women on the original OC were actually friends living in the same neighborhood in the gated community. And they were housewives. I mean, for better or worse, obviously most of those marriages didn't last, but there there was authenticity. You know, that's what makes a good franchise is authenticity. And there needs to be a sense that it's not just because a group of women want to be on TV. We get it that it's mostly about that, So when they find a city and they find a group of people, which is why we're also excited for Salt Lake City. So excited! So excited! Potomac, Potomac. I I don't even know how to say it. Potomac. I I always write it, (laughs) like I you know I'm a memer, so I don't actually say it out loud. (laughs) I'm not on podcasts. This is my first one. I love them, and they every time you say that, it makes me
0: so happy.
1: But they've always brought their authentic selves. It is. And even all these seasons in, I think this is the fourth season, right? So they're right on that cuff of, they could be too cool for school. And I don't think they'll ever be that way because I think that they are women who can only be themselves.
0: They are authentically, at least for the most part, they're actually were- With Giselle's exception with Jamal,
1: because that's all baloney. But other than that-
0: it, that was the weirdest car ride conversation. It was so uncomfortable. <laughs> wow. I felt like he was in like the po- pulpit. Pulpit is that the right word? Pulpit with a mm-hmm. preacher. Yeah, like he was on a pulpit, but like in a car the altar. Yeah, and he's standing there and he's sort of preaching at her about what she wants and how she's gonna claim it and how now she's you know done this and I was sort
1: of like, wait, what? You're like, It all sounded she like some send- brainwashing weirdo. Yeah, he'd make cult-ish. a great cult leader. He would. And but he I also don't about- believe that they're back together. Like, I just think it's a storyline. I think her children's reaction is bizarre and very so telling. Whether it's that they know it's not real. That's what I think. I think it's that they know it's not real. So they're like, our mother's making us go on TV and pretend like this is happening. Or if it's is real and they really feel that she shouldn't be with their father either way you look at it i mean and she's a great mom so i'm not knocking her as a mom i'm just saying like i find their reaction very telling i'm not saying she's delusional
0: or something like that but i do feel like when she saw robin and one and the way robin's storyline has been kind of weak but robin has been in her own way essential to the story I think there's something that Giselle connected with and I don't know that Giselle hasn't convinced herself that this is real and I think why her daughters aren't co-signing it is because they feel that this is not like a natural fit. That's interesting
1: that's a very interesting point
0: of view. Well she's had also a couple of like public let's say um, challenges within her like relationships and I don't yes. think Jamal is opposed to the public life of making it out there it also rehabs his whole image so I feel quite kind of like it, it's it feels reasonable. like a business
1: deal Yeah, yeah,
0: and it feels like though, but I don't believe that she sees it like I think she really thinks that she's making a good decision. And I also think she's buying into her own hype like yeah I'm going to be the first lady again it's going to do this it's going to do that. She made even in her title it says like she's the anointed one or something. I mean she's really kind of going back to like
1: I'm the wife of this, this person. But I have to say that I really feel that she's doing it for TV and for a season and for a storyline. Like, I don't believe that it's authentically... First of all, if it was, they're living how far apart? That's so weird to me. It's not. If that were the case, they would figure that part out first, right? So, yeah, I'm not...
0: Yeah. I'm not for the relationship. (laughs) But I, I... I don't know. Like, Giselle seems like the type of person who doesn't need such a weak plot line. Like, she doesn't need the relationship plot line. Like, even it would have been more interesting for me to talk about all the things that are happening in her life, like the chat room and, and how her, you know, like they do with Portia
1: where they talk. Well, the about chat the other room person. was not, it was probably in the works, but it wasn't public until very recently. So, filming was already wrapped up. And they may not put that on, right? Because that's a fourth wall thing where. You're gonna talk about a Maybe, show on but Bravo, they- but you can't really talk about Bravo because it's how's what, right? So, it's yeah, I mean, it's fair enough. Need to break that fourth wall. No one cares. Yeah, I I want to break that wall I, down. And whenever they do, the fans love it. Like Ashley and Michael when they when he said to the producer, "We've shown enough. Shut this down. Shut this down." That was like love the that. biggest meme moment. Like at in New York when the fourth wall was broken when. Dorinda flipped out about when Leah toasted Tinsley. That, was, that was like a moment to end amazing. all a moment. What are you guys excited for?
0: I mean, I am excited for Jesse. I was actually um, really excited to bring it up with you about, because, you know, the rumors that's come out about Jackie's husband and that Teresa's really behind it. I didn't know if you'd heard anything about it and what you think of that.
1: I did hear that and I think that Jackie probably said something that Teresa didn't like and Teresa went to the lowest place she could go immediately. And I don't, I don't know whether there's there's any truth to it. I, I find it unlikely. I think that Jackie's a very smart woman. I don't think that if there was something public, she would ever be on a reality TV show. And if she was, I think she would get out of a marriage like that or work on her marriage and quit because Jackie doesn't need the money. Yeah. She's independently wealthy. Um, and I find her, like, I like Jackie. I don't think she's the best housewife. I think she is too guarded and too sensible, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, I don't like. Her. What do you think, though, of Teresa as sort of, let's say, the pack leader, because I feel like in all the franchises there's sort of someone like a Bethany who's kind of at the helm of everything, guiding it. And I don't think it was necessarily the intention in Jersey for it to end up Teresa. And I think it definitely affects the dynamics in such a different way. I mean, Melissa said it really well last season where she said, Teresa's the type of person who needs like 24 hours to react to something because she's processing it. And I think that's
1: true. Yeah. I I think that what happened was crazy because I think that Teresa went through things that nobody was expecting. She wasn't expecting. Production certainly wasn't expecting. And I think that what my kids are like sneaking up on me. Love you guys. Go upstairs. (laughs) Hello. they're super cute but they super need to go upstairs. Um, I think <laughs> that she was so it was organic. Teresa becoming the star was an organic thing that happened because stuff happened to her. She gave and so much. If you watch the first season, she was very clearly hired to be the cute funny mom of four and living this lavish lifestyle and then psh, life imploded and so through that Jacqueline and Caroline fell out of it because they I mean Caroline if you and it's sad because you see Caroline and her like best friend but they weren't best friends they were like neighborhood friends that really liked each other and then when Caroline got to know her and really got in to see her she was like you are not how I am and so that was done and they got their spin-off, which was great, and I love the Manzos. I think they're great. Me too. Fun. I mean, I love like Caroline. Reminds me of obviously a younger version. My mom passed, but a younger version of my mom, like strong Italian woman. She's got her opinions, and and people respect her, and she's a good she mom. She's a great down. mom. No, I. I agree. won't say she has her faults, Caroline. What ha- and if you look back, like in the pandemic, I rewatched all of Jersey. And when you really watch the Teresa stuff, it's so sad. Yeah.
0: So did you watch this
1: special with Joe?
0: I like had some breakdowns watching.
1: And I think that she did the best she could as far, listen, she did a great job as far as capitalizing on the moment and realizing like, I'm bankrupt. I need to make my money. And I respect her for that. As far as her on the show, I love to watch her. Like, I don't want her to go i want her to stay forever but i always think she's wrong in an argument because she is because yeah. she's petty and if you don't if you don't kiss the ring you get chopped and you know well melissa said it takes her 24 hours like melissa's quick on her feet like and again to melissa's credit she respects the fact That's her brother's sister. And she lets her go until she, until Teresa really crosses the line with Melissa. She really lets her go.
0: But you know that, uh, you know, talking about organic evolution, that's something that was really for me, interesting and valuable to see the way she, Melissa, I mean, learned to sort of rework her natural reactions um, to be like defensive or to be offensive, even um, towards teresa's kind of constant badgering if you will and i feel like over time what we've seen is her play the game so differently with teresa like she's learned how to deal with teresa in a way that is in itself maybe less interesting on camera to be perfectly honest because we're not having like brawls in some sort of upstate new york cavern this or that. that was a great episode great episode i mean my i'll never forget the black stuff from joe's hair everywhere just some real classic moments but at the same time where did
1: it come from yes that made me laugh all all
0: over me like one time at work it was like shoe polish yeah no one time at work a pen kind of exploded and there was black all over
1: me and i said it out loud and i'm like oh i feel like joey gorga (laughs) It's true I will say though I think that I think that once Teresa reconciled the fact that her husband wasn't a good guy and she decided to leave him the beef with her and Melissa naturally ended because the competition was about Melissa had a good husband and Teresa didn't yeah. so Teresa was jealous yes and i don't even want to use the word jealous but she tried to create that with her husband juicy joe and it she couldn't so she took it out on melissa and her brother although they had they were you know innocent bystanders bystanders excuse me mm-hmm. and so when she came to terms with the fact that this is not i have to end this and i'm sure that was difficult they have four daughters and i sympathize with her for that but when she made that realization Now, if you look at it, her and Melissa are like, honestly, they're friends because there was never, the only thing I think for Teresa was her wanting what they had. And when she realized that it just wasn't, I think that now, I think that everything's okay with them. Not that they don't disagree as all family members do. I think that they get along. I think that they are sister-in-laws. Are they friends Do they call each other when they're not filming? For birthdays and holidays, yes. To check in because they're, you know, brother and sister, yes. If you look at their social media, do they hang out when they're not filming on the regular? No.
0: I was just going to say, because what I think is that um, when I think of their relationship... Because I actually got really lucky. Like my sister in laws are the best. Super lovely. And mine too.
1: I I have two. Yeah. My brother's wife and my husband's little sister. And they're both amazing and we all get along great. So
0: Yeah. And so it's not I'm not coming from a place of like, oh, I know this type. But more just as an observer of their interactions, it feels to me like Belisa has very smartly sort of placed Teresa in what she is, which is sort of like Teresa is, um, the, the backbone of this show that brings Melissa money. And she's also, especially now that, um, her mother's passed and everything, like she is the matriarch of their family unit. And she's sort of, the only person, actually, on New Jersey who I think should be a little bit respectful of Teresa. Everyone else, I actually think it slightly ruins the show that they're so afraid to go against her.
1: Well, like Dolores is a soldier, and I like Dolores, and I love Frank.
0: I wanted Dolores. And I really and I love
1: Dolores' his son, which I probably shouldn't even say because he's <laughs> how many years younger than me? <laughs> he is the most beautiful. Oh my God, he's beautiful. I love- up with Gia.
0: That's the
1: wedding they I want to see. They should Beautiful get married. Children. And maybe they will. They're young. Let's give them their time. Yes. I I Ilana, I completely agree with your assessment of it. I agree with you. I also think that it's a thing where Melissa never disliked Teresa. Yeah. It was Joe's sister. She wasn't in competition with her. She always wanted Teresa to accept her because it's her brother's sister. So once Teresa buried it and was like, this is stiff. This is like, they were there for her when Joe was going away, when she was going away. And when Teresa really felt that support, even though they were always there, and but she didn't, she, you know, sprinkle cookies, redone houses. She's very, you know, she's very, eh. but once she felt the support, I think that when she buried it, Melissa was like, yay, like. She always Melissa always wanted that. It was Teresa who fought against it because her husband listen and like Joe Duduche he has his funny moments but he and he, and he's a good father. But as a husband I'm sorry. He's the one. I wouldn't tolerate but, that. No. But I
0: but it doesn't make sense that you know like I don't think I think people are more supportive of her leaving him than they would be of him, her staying in that, you know. It's not. Right. Not, it wasn't even a good look at at a certain point. Like he's just so not good for her and to her.
1: Yeah. You know, like then then the whole thing like it seemed like he changed and all that, but ultimately I'm pretty sure if he came back to Jersey, it'd be three to four months before he was right back to his old ways. And she's so beyond that. Like she's got all of her businesses, all of her stuff, and. I'm fairly certain she's dating. I hope we see oh. that this season.
0: Yes, I would love to see that.
1: With Jersey, did you hear at all like
0: the rumors where they're saying because like it's Jackie kind of against Teresa, so then Melissa's on Jackie's side? Did you like- So think- I, heard, I
1: actually heard that, th- that they made up. Oh, really? And, and Teresa, that's what I heard. I don't, you know, I don't know that, that oh. to be fact.
0: But I heard that there was a
1: big blow-up. It was a huge thing. And then I heard that they met and that they smoothed it out. Which, what does that mean? Ultimately, like, as far as... Because we know Teresa never really makes up with people, right? Yeah. And we also know Jackie isn't going to kiss the ring. And I think that's what's kept her on the show because... And again, I don't dislike Jackie. Don't mistake me. I, I would hang out with her in real life, but... If I'm watching her on TV, I find her so boring. Yes, I find like, her annoying. She's, she's like her- if she lived on my block, she'd be my friend, and we'd drink wine and our kids would play. But I don't need to watch her on TV. That, no, that's I, not I, why I turn on TV. I don't I turn on to like Teddy, generic suburban moms like that doesn't do yeah. it for
0: me. No, I just feel like she's like a Teddy. Like she literally, I don't know. I don't find anything wow. about well, her. Teddy
1: is oh, my least favorite housewife ever, of all time. Agreed. No, and the witch. Uh, And she's gorgeous. And I'm like, how can I dislike somebody who looks so pretty? That's how annoying. And you know what? She's worse than boring. She's nasty, not nice, and brings nothing to the table. Jackie, at least, is nice. But (laughs) Jackie... Or, Or smart and has something to say. You know? Like, Teddy has nothing. She's not bright. She's not nice. No, she's not she's Not
0: nice. fun. No. She's I just- think she is the worst. Patty I think is she was Patty the worst. Downer. The yeah, she's just so, like, she always wants to make everything a thing. It's like she yes. nothing, so she has to make everything else something that it's not. And it's draining and it's not interesting. But with Jackie, what annoys me about Jackie, I actually like that she doesn't kiss the ring but yes. what i don't like about her sometimes it feels to me like she's being um i'm gonna say aggressive but i don't mean like in the most deep sense of that but she's being aggressive because she knows that's her role yes. like i don't really know how much she cares in that moment or how much she's just like i'm gonna say this thing like i'm gonna say that you knew your husband you know, X, Y, and Z, because I know that it's going to get that reaction from you, because right. I, I don't feel, feel like it's always, like, that's the response, like, the normal response to what's happened, and she gets so aggressive.
1: I feel like all of us super fans, right, we see things very clearly, like, as an example, Jen Aiden is a great housewife, but Wait. she plays it up so, and so much. It's at the reunion, though, I was like, Okay. It's too much. It's too strong. I get it. She's new. It was her second season. She's got to refine it. And I'm hoping, and, and I, I love her. I love her family dynamic. I love the culture of her family. It's different. It's something new. I think her husband, I actually know her husband's fantastic because a friend of mine worked for him as a PA um, and said, he's the most lovely, sweet, kind person.
0: Oh, really? I'm happy to hear that, because they were the only couple who didn't dress alike for Halloween, and I took that as, like, a sign that things are not going well.
1: I think he was probably busy working, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he just put on whatever, like, he, but, oh, no, and what my friend, who will remain anonymous, told me was that he was so, like, she wanted the house, because she's been trying to get on Housewives for years, the whole house they have was to get on the show. Like it was a whole thing and he totally supported it for her. Like he didn't want to do it, even though I think that ultimately it will help his business. I mean, listen, I live in Queens. So if like I was going to get something done, I would go to Bill Aiden. I mean, so it's definitely a good business, right? Um, depending on how you look at it. But I think she overplays it like almost in like a Lucille ball kind of way. Yeah, Am I too old? Yeah. You guys get that?
0: No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought Lucy is my good night show. I love that show.
1: Like, she's so exaggerated, which sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. At the reunion, it didn't work. In the episodes, yeah, I feel like it works. Yeah, she's and just you- very dramatic. Because I know she
0: watched the show, just like you said, she always wanted to get on it. She watched the show. So sometimes when she enters in a moment, like, it seems like she's, like, and now seen, and I shall come. And it doesn't yes. need to be like that, because she already has a lot going on. Because I know, I mean, I don't know how true it is, but, you know, a lot of... They say, like, her husband might be allegedly, like, might be cheating on her, like, this and that.
1: Like, I know there's been other stuff. Honestly, I don't believe that. And I'm always the first one to, like, be suspicious, but I don't see that with him at all. And just based, based on... The person that i know that works with him i don't believe that to be true no i think that if you watch the show i think he very genuinely loves her like even when she's outrageous he tries to like simmer her down but he like loves her he because listen he's kind of boring like he's very cute and good looking and he's a great dad and clearly a very accomplished man but he's not a firework except for the night he was on the boat drinking (laughs) <laughs> so i think that he's very attracted to her outrageousness because i think and exactly what you were saying dina she doesn't need she's very naturally outrageous yeah she doesn't need to put it on you know like you just be yourself and it's great tv you know like if jackie put it on maybe that would work out for her but like jen doesn't need to put it on she's got it. like and so side note and this is a total coincidence cuz I do know my friend worked with her husband my cousin went to high school with Jen. Oh my god. <laughs> in Plainview Long Island, yes. And they were in the same grade and like they weren't friends but right everyone knows each other. They weren't not friends but they weren't like in the same clique. And she said that she was always a very like fun, outgoing, funny, you know, spark to her. Like character. So, me to just just do you, just be you. And I feel like that yeah. would work better
0: well I think even when Jen first started on this show you could tell she had decided she was team Teresa like that she
1: wanted to make it yeah. on this show so she was coming oh, listen if on. you're going on Jersey you're, go, you're if you want going on Jersey you've been dying to get on you're gonna yeah. be team Teresa yeah because that's well, the team that's or,
0: that's yeah but you know I do think with just sort of going quickly back to what you were saying about um, her husband and her kind of dynamic. I do think some of the reason that the public thinks that they don't have a good relationship is also cultural differences because I think he's a very typical like middle Eastern man. Like he's more quiet. He's more like background and he lets his wife be more of the charming, charismatic person up front. And he's sort of, sees his role as more of in the the sort of back, yeah, like supporting, but, you know, supporting financially, supporting emotionally, but like he sees her as the person who is in charge of shaping the kids and of shaping their life and creating their social um, atmosphere. And I think that's how he leads by allowing her to be the face of everything. And I think it's very cultural. So I don't know necessarily that I see him as, like, one could argue that he might, in his head, think he's being more respectful rather than disrupting the house with what he wants when he's working late. You know, when he sleeps in the pool house, for example, he might think, because this sounds like something my husband would do. Like my husband, if he's like doing something and he's up very late, he sometimes falls asleep in the couch and I said, well, why did you stay in the couch, come to the bedroom? He's like, well, I didn't want to disrupt your sleep. And I think right. that I could, see. I mean, my husband's in Saudi Arabia, which is obviously different than Turkey, but I definitely think it's, some of it is just sort of the type of personality where you have someone who is aware and actually very much thinking of your needs and not selfish.
1: So perspective is reality, right? Mm-hmm. So my perspective mm-hmm. on them is that she is like the chatty one, the fun one. And he's sort of like, always like falls back. And I find him to be very adoring of her. I think that even if you you watch the show, the way he looks at her, it's very lovingly, like, let's look at Joe and Teresa, right? Because it's a similar thing. Stay-at-home mom with a lot of kids. That was not the case with them. With him, he is very adoring of her and and his children, but he's also, listen, he's a plastic surgeon. He's serious. He has to get a good night's sleep. He has to wake up at a certain time so he's saying yes we can do the show but also I'm running a medical practice right so Mm -hmm. I don't I think what people are looking at like and again I love Joe Gorga love him love Melissa but waking up to do construction and waking up to operate are very two different things so you if you're gonna make a comparison between him and Evan which I don't even know what Evan does I think some sort of business or Frank, no, who is not Dolores' <laughs> husband, but also is in construction while well, he was an attorney. He was disbarred. That's another story. So, I mean, I don't know. I I see their relationship as I find him very respectful of her. I think, if anything, he didn't want the, want the limelight. And financially, they didn't need it, but it's something she wanted. So, he was like, okay, it's what you want. We'll do it. Which, to me, shows his love for her. Because if he were cheating, like people say, why would he go on TV? He's too smart. I'm sorry. He's too smart. Joe did that, but let's face it, he's he's not 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 the sharpest in the shed. (laughs) (laughs) A doctor does not go on TV if he's cheating on his wife. Period. Yeah. I agree. And I'm not not like a Jen Aiden stan. I mean, I like her, but I'm just talking my realistic view of it i think they have a great marriage if anything i'm a bill aiden stan like i just think he's very cool i th- i like his the way he operates i think he's very respectful i don't know
0: well just so we go through the whole cast how do you feel about margaret just so we get everyone
1: i love <laughs> margaret margaret is outrageous and like fun and smart and strong and i absolutely love her and i love her husband i think they're great
0: Did you hear Danielle is living on the streets? What? No, tell us everything.
1: I heard she is. What? I did not hear that. Marty has evicted her and she is homeless. But, like, is she in an apartment or is she legitimately living on a street? I
0: think it was in TMZ or one of them, but they just basically showed, um, like, almost like those homeless kind of like tents. And was like Danielle's
1: dad. I don't see that. I don't believe that Marty would let her be on the streets because he's a good guy. Danielle is legitimately crazy. And the fact that the fact that Teresa was like that was just because Teresa wanted somebody else to be the storyline. Take take the camera off me. She'll be my soldier, and. That's all it was. She never really cared about being her friend,
0: obviously.
1: They both were
0: using each other. Yeah. I think yeah, Danielle wanted to be back on the show and Teresa wanted someone to get their hands dirty. And I honestly think that it was a miscalculation on Teresa's side because she thought that Danielle would be so grateful to be back on the show that she would not reveal like Teresa's hand in things.
1: Danielle was great the first couple of seasons, but it was sort of sad to watch her the last season. Like. I it thought was it was sad. always
0: sad to watch her. I will, like, sometimes when yeah. I'm Especially the with her daughters right, when they the were young. Yeah. yeah, I hear the echo of her daughters telling her, don't go to the party, you're not invited to. Like, I really just feel hunted by the story of, you know, Beverly to Danielle and they
1: And they seem to be very well adjusted girls, God bless them. And beautiful. And beautiful and kind and smart so you know good for them for rising above but she's got a lot on her yeah,
0: yeah. she really is yeah. like to me janice dickinson the two of them should so, have their own show together
1: yes so i have
0: a question what do you think was worse the danielle margaret hair pull or the monique candace hair pull
1: me you know i think they're different so a fight is a fight. And, and I'm team Monique and I'm team Margaret. So, right. So those are the two opposite, but I will say this. I never agree with violence. I tell my son, he's nine. If somebody bothers you, if somebody hits you, you get out of the situation. The only way you ever hit back is if you're like being jumped and there are people on you and you have to do it if somebody hits you you just run you find an adult that's how i feel about physical violence so the reason that i'm team monique is because i think that first of all a glass did hit her face because i've rewatched it a dozen times um and i think that she was so heavily provoked and i don't agree with her what she did um but i think that she was hit and then honestly to me If you hit somebody, then you can't claim victim. Like, she got, so Monique got the better of Candace, but Candace hit her with a wine glass. So, that's my opinion on that. The Margaret thing, Danielle was so wrong. And Danielle sued Ashley, who was a minor at the time. I believe she was 17. I thought you were going to say
0: Margaret for a second.
1: No, no. Jack oh, I tore. can't believe that Danielle. I I, it's crazy to turn around to that because it was the same exact act of violence. And Teresa also told her to do it and provoked it. and Yeah. And but, she thought production would protect her as they always have. And this time they didn't.
0: But my favorite mm-hmm. thing is from that reunion, which is the first time the hair pull happened. And Danielle brings, doesn't she bring out like a mannequin? Yeah. With the hair Yeah, and she, and she showed she's like, let, it let, let me show you
1: how this happened. And that's <laughs> when Teresa um pushes in And then she did the same exact thing to somebody else and it's like just all what? and
0: much more aggressively. I mean, I think to be honest, obviously I wasn't there, but I feel like Ashley yanked Danielle's hair. Exactly. Like, whereas Danielle, like walking away, yeah, yeah, aggressively pulled at Margaret for a long period of time. Danielle had anger and deep inside her soul. Yes, but I agree. By the way, with everything you said about Potomac, you know we've had a lot of um guests on and we've been so lucky because we get to talk about this topic and really deep dive into our opinions on this. And one thing that I know Dean and I are on opposite ends of um, is not necessarily our conclusion but just the sense of was Monique did so, like who, who pushed Monique and, and what and what triggered the start of the fight. And I personally think I said it yesterday, actually, um, when we were chatting with uh, another podcast guest, and I was saying that I feel like Candace, her case when they threw it out of the court was because Candace was just as much involved. Like she got, like you said, she got worse from it and she didn't deserve that. And Monique even said it in this week's episode. She said like she didn't deserve to be, you know, treated that way. And I don't agree with violence no matter what but i do think if you take away the violence and you just take that monique reacted after being pushed the pushing that was done was so much by candace because candace teamed up with giselle and robin to try to take down this woman in her personal life not about something silly like some lucy lucy thing but to that affects her children and her marriage and her livelihood and her life.
1: So of course,
0: I 100% agree.
1: And I, I have, I'm, I'm not going to say my age, but I'm a grown woman. And I have never put my hands on anybody. I never would put my hands on anybody. But what she was saying about her marriage, saying that she cheated with her trainer, spreading it, inviting the person who started the rumor to parties, and then saying to her continuously drag me, drag me, drag me, and then saying, so like shouting in her face and then when and Monique hand. and so when when Monique flipped her hair she threw the wine glass I mean I, I don't she should have let go like I don't it was a bad moment for sure and I definitely feel that she's absolutely wrong but I don't think it's fair to judge somebody on the whole on their worst moment when Candace is, I mean, she's not likable. She doesn't have really any friends on the cast. The only friends on the cast are people that just don't like Monique. Yeah. So they're choosing
0: they're Candace. Yeah. Well, I okay, what I are your I'm,
1: Dina's opinion? Well, I think
0: different. I'm, um, well, mine isn't really different. That's why I don't know why Alana said that. No, I, I said you're. Wait, for the record, I said we came to the same conclusion, but that the beginning of the fight, we saw it differently. Oh, because I think that Giselle is the one that pushed Monique in that moment. And Alana thinks it's Robin. and I don't agree, but I've also just watched other
1: different like podcasts. Yeah, I don't know, honestly. I I've, I've seen both shots, and I, I can't, I'm not clear on that myself. No, yeah. I and then I but then I confirmed with some other people, and we
0: all agree it's Giselle. So I I still think I'm right in that one. But what I think is that I'm kind of more, I guess karen in this way like i think they both were equally really
1: wrong i think i think this is karen's moment and yeah i totally agree with the stance she's taking me too and that's how i think i am because i
0: look at it like i was at first feeling a bit bad for candace and i always have loved monique until candace went to speak to the therapist and she took no blame i can never understand anyone who can't even look like to themselves at all and not see when you are talking to any like both perspectives i always think that's so important you always have to play devil's advocate and the fact that she went in and he tried to ask her i think in four or five different ways do you take any guilt and she kept saying no and that she's good she's fine i was like no and that's candace that's candace in the episode and it just made me like see like more that Candace is trying to play like the victim and that like Monique needs to just in like Monique keeps going back and forth on her words. She'll say one episode, she doesn't have remorse come back, say she does. Then when she gets angry again, she says she deserves it. Like I think Monique needs to kind of stick to one kind of script and just have her voice very strong in whatever it is she's decided.
1: I agree with you a hundred percent. I also think that Candace's therapy session was such a true reflection of who she is and what mm-hmm. she's about. And it's the reason why all of us, all of us super fans, right, would, pu- would always pick the side of the person attacked. And the reason we're not is because Candice is not a nice person. She has oh. never been nice. She has attacked. She has put everybody on the defense. And I will say, I mean, again, I'm going to say, how do I say it? Potomac, Potomac. Potomac. Potomac Potomac is the most gorgeous cast. I mean, beautiful. Every, Every one of them is like, stop and stare in the streets. Candace is gorgeous and she is brilliant. She graduated from Howard University. And the fact that she doesn't have enough insight to ever say, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. Is so off-putting of somebody of her stature, right? An accomplished, intelligent woman.
0: But it's also very hypocritical. I, last season, her plot line was, was, you know, the butter knife and, and kind of aggressively right. Going after Ashley for no reason, really, seemingly whatsoever. And then to kind of sit there this this episode. Right. And I love how they're all shocked
1: that Ashley's siding with. <laughs> yeah. But then, like, when she was talking to
0: Karen, even, Karen's like, you know, she said, I'm hurt. And Karen said, Well, I'm hurt too. And Karen's, and K- Candace is like, No, I'm hurt because I was the one who was attacked. It's like, But you've done a lot of attacking and you are not someone, you know, just. Deserve- even the way she's supporting Candace seems so inauthentic because Giselle simply is supporting Candace because she can't stand Monique because her argument so is she's that she's jealous, jealous of Monique. Yeah. yeah, but like Candace is violent. Why didn't she bring the, the security man to when she the next time she saw Candace? Candace literally put a knife on 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 a woman. Like, you know, what? what how is that not something to bring a security guard to? It's really I, hard to get behind even the women behind Candace. It's actually making me think less of Robin and
1: Giselle. A hundred percent agree. Um, I think that Giselle, so we were saying earlier in the conversation, we were saying that like Potomac, do you see how I keep saying it wrong? Cause I'm so No, used you said to it say... right. You said Potomac. it right. Potomac. No, Potomac. Potomac. <laughs> That's going to be like butter, butter, butter. Um, they are, the most authentic. However, Giselle and Robin are first season people, right? Yeah. And you can definitely see them kind of getting into the housewife way of, like, the Tamara and Vicky way of siding with the person that you think has the most clout or, or siding with the person against the person you most want off the show.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I mean... I respect an alliance, right? Because I, expect, I, re, I respect loyalty. Above everything else in my life, I respect loyalty. I but Giselle and Robin, it's great that they're loyal to each other, but when they start like picking like Robin's only doing it cuz Giselle's saying it. So yeah. to me, like she's doing the whole my friend's enemy is my enemy. Yeah. And when you're on a reality show, in real life that can work. On a reality show, that's not going to work in Robin's favor.
0: Well, Robin has not got, though, like, Robin has a charm that I think is sort of important to the show because she's so, like, calming for the most part, and she sort of kind of does listen a little more than Giselle, so she's sort of like the Giselle that's been... Um, put on slow speed. So for example, when Giselle came in to be almost comically with the security guard and she comes in kind of like not even able to listen and walks out, but Robin stayed. So I feel like Robin kind of does the, like the, the cleanup work for the messy art that is Giselle. Like Giselle mm-hmm. comes in and, and brings the kind of crazy and middle. Robin gives it- And like with a that being business.
1: said, I think that Robin is the most dispensable. At this point okay. in the season, I will say that I and I love Robin and I love Juan, but I will say that if I'm looking at it and I'm a producer, I would say she's the most dispensable.
0: I completely but agree. Think- their whole wedding scenes—every time it's on—from the proposal to him talking to Giselle—they all to me seem like stage scenes. There's no point doing it for us. Like, I think Robin knows. It would be very
1: interesting to know what's really going on in their relationship.
0: I know, especially because of the taxes thing. Like, they let that kind of slip out. Like, that's nothing,
1: and they keep moving on. And And the best is, I had a meme a few weeks ago, her talking about Karen's
0: Yeah, I I saw that in Alana.
1: Yes, that was amazing. And I'm like, Okay. First of all, glass houses, rocks, stones. I mean, come on. Yeah. And again, I, I like Robin, but I don't know that she, I feel like, I feel like when somebody comes, becomes so censored as far as what they're putting in, like her biggest storyline has been carrying boxes of pizzas. I mean, we're really going to glaze all over <laughs> her tax issue. Like, but when you become too tied in with production, right? It just becomes, oh, we're just going to mention that one time. We have to mention it once, Robin. And then if she was a first season, you better believe we'd be in the courthouse. We'd be seeing what's going on. So, like, you know.
0: But speaking of like sensible housewives, do you think that Monique or Candace and Candace, do you think? both of them are coming back or that either both of them are going to sort of be let go after this season?
1: I don't see either one of them being let go. I think that Bravo will do some sort of kumbaya because I don't think either one of them want to go. So I think they'll make it work. I, or maybe I'm just being hopeful because that's what I want because, i, I listen. I don't personally like Candace, but I think she's a necessary evil, right?
0: Yeah, she's a great villain.
1: And yes. And I feel like Monique needs a redemption season because listen, everybody loved Monique and this is now, and as I said, nobody should be judged based on their worst moment. And I feel that she was pushed. Her family was threatened by Candace. Her marriage was threatened. Which trickles down to her children, and so I don't cosign on that hmm. I don't cosign on on pulling hair either no, but you know it's it was it was it was a it was an ugly situation all around
0: I would love though for both of them to come back honestly, I don't even want Robin to go. I would like the exact cast as it is i' Love Wendy, and I want the cast to, to all come black.
1: Lo- Let's talk about Wendy. I love Wendy. I love, I think she is a brilliant, bold, articulate. Like, I love her. I love and her. And she's husband. gorgeous too. Like, they keep their standards. With the this cast too. is the most gorgeous cast of all time. Her husband yeah. is adorable, their kids oh are adorable. God, I love oh. it. I love her mom. I mean, even when I she was, like, feeding the
0: breast milk, I was like, oh. I love Wendy's sister. <gasps> yes. and their impressions I love the of whole family. Her- yeah. They're great. They're- anyway, I'm really interested in even Eddie's family story, like, developing that. I'm such a Wendy that fan. That seems
1: I- hurtful. Like, whatever happened there seems well, very I hurtful. I read
0: an article, um, and then I guess, like, somehow Eddie's mother i have to get all the information where i read it but i was reading it the other day i read
1: it that that they're broke and, and all they're that first what yeah was it reality blurred? his mother said really na- yeah, I, honestly said, i don't remember the outlet yeah. but his mom and even if it's true it's such a nasty net. Na- that's your son it's she so nasty not like
0: it. it doesn't matter if they come from like the same society that certain families are cursed like within it and that he once you find out the person you're marrying is cursed, if you marry them, then you've cursed the whole family. So he should have never married her because she's cursed.
1: That what? is bizarre. And also, like Wait. you're talking about a PhD commentator like that's that uh, Crazy. I can't jealousy is such a nasty thing, I have so to say. Because so, I can't imagine what Wendy could do to make a mother in law like obviously she's a good mother to to the grandchildren, which his mother has never met. So you're saying that your grandchildren are cursed? How twisted are that's you? That's what
0: she was saying. Like that's what the article is basically disgusting. implied. And then it yeah, that's and then disgusting. they mentioned the money thing, that they don't have money, that like that her mother, the whether they do
1: or they don't, why does your why would anyone's mother go into the tabloid so to say they don't? I have to say, There's I think his parents, or at least his gross. mother, is twisted because that's not a normal way to deal with it,
0: especially yeah. if he, she's that's not sad. talking to him and that's the way she's decided to let her kind of side. So, yeah, that's really. Like I, I, I talked about it a little bit on another episode, but like i my husband is Muslim and I'm Jewish, and when we got married, we could have had the situation where our families, both of them, took like a sort of um, a, a stance like, oh no, you know, we won't support this. But they saw us together and saw our love and have always been so loving, supportive, and embracive of. Our, our relationship, which was very, it wasn't like, you know, it took them a few years to come around so fully that they were ready for us to get married with their blessing because it was a shock. But I think when they saw how much we were in love with each other, they never wanted to ever bring any sort of sadness to that love. That's and so when so I look at something like th- Thank you. But when I look at something like this, I can almost like not relate to it, but almost like here, there's people, they're from the same culture. They've done everything right. And to have the family do the thing that I actually really, for years, was afraid of would happen to myself or my husband or and my husband, which was be abandoned by the family for the love we chose, you know, it makes me so heartbroken. And, you know, it's interesting to me because Giselle sort of semi had the same thing happen to her in that her father didn't go to the wedding and I thought it would be something interesting to sort of see that discussion with Wendy with Giselle and I feel like we've not gotten to that because there's so much other drama but I would really like to see that kind of connection and development as well
1: yeah first of all Ilana that is a beautiful story and I have to tell you I like I love that my sister-in-law is Jamaican and my family is Irish and Italian. So I we're all Christian, but, you know, black, white. And my parents, as I said earlier, my mom passed. And my dad, my parents have always raised us. I'm sorry, I'm walking around the house again. My, my parents have always raised us to, like, judge people on how they are, right? Not yeah. Not what their race is, not what their religion is, on who they are. So... When your parents give you the go-ahead to love who you love, you love who you love. So um, yeah. my hus—my I have my husband. My brother and I always had that, and we always knew that whatever we decided would be accepted. And it was such an easy way to live and grow up. And um, I just don't get why more people don't get that. Like, mm. good people find good people. So it shouldn't really –
0: no, it's amazing because the, the, the experience I've had, and it's funny because it's one of the reasons I actually really love Housewives is because it really taught me a lot about people and character because even people within my extended family, not my nuclear family who is nothing but extremely supportive. And like you said, we were raised to sort of just love um, and accept all people, you know, shape, sizes, colors, ethnic background, religious background, whatever you are you it's about who you are as a person not any other factor in what contributes to connections but um i definitely saw people who friends and cousins and people in my life who were really showed me a different side to who they were so it's very you know when you watch shows like the housewives for example and you see people from like kind of go through their own things but you kind of see the way dynamics are and everything you really come from a place of so much more knowledge of character having been through something like that yourself well we had a question we wanted to pick your brain on for all of the franchise when it comes to the maybe the fashion take like who do you you most relate with again
1: i'm going to say melissa gorga i mean (laughs) I felt like that's what you might say. I just, well, you guys are looking at me, so you see what I look like, right? So, ah, who, like, who would I, like, want to relate with? Would be, like, Doreen Doreen or Erica Jane. But, like, that's not me, right? So, I feel like I'm, like, jeans and a cute sweater and a cute booty, right? I'm a mom. You're going to show up at Envy? You know I never have, and it's probably, like, 20 minutes from my house so I probably should.
0: Is it still open?
1: Yes I believe okay. so. What is your fashion person from Housewives that you most? I know really both
0: like? of our answers. I think I know uh, what Dina's you gonna, answer? Say and I know what I'm gonna say. I do answer. You do it. Okay tell me if I'm right. For me definitely Tinsley and for Dina definitely Dorit. Yes.
1: So I would love to be Dorit but I'm not that put together. Like I'm and, and don't get me wrong, I think Melissa's very well put together, but it's much more, like, relatable for me.
0: No, I feel you. I just, I think with Dorit, I look at her and I think either I own those both, or I will own those pieces. <laughs> like, they're both very avant-garde and they're both very, like, kind of, you see, like, the influence of, like, Japanese street style in the way that they kind of play with... Um, Shapes and really sort of um, architectural influences on their fashion choices. That's so Dina. That's so Jareed. So I really see the. And I Alana is very flirty and girly. Like so Zimmerman, Love Shack, fancy. Like Alexis. Like Alana loves anything. Like Dior. Like anything very girly.
1: Alana will be very flirty. I will also say, if I had to pick somebody, I would say Leah from New York. Because wait, I have to hear why. Why Leah? Yeah,
0: because that because
1: just Because I am, I'm a city girl myself. I love great streetwear. I love comfy sweats that look sexy. If I'm going out the way she does, like a nice tube top dress with print on. I just, I guess I'm more of like an East Coast, like sexy, casual kind of vibe. But wait, what did you Dina? think Leah did the gloves? Yeah, Dina and I both would like, you know we are so alive. i did them at my prom a long time ago but i mean <laughs> listen it's an east coast thing i'm sure you girls cringed but where we're from that is that's high but it, here's listen i got it like i get it leah is the same age as me so now i told you my age um so like she's my contemporary you know like and Melissa Gore, like we're like in the same age frame. She's a couple years older than me, but there's, there's you girls are younger than us, right? There's some things, and as you get older, you'll realize it that you just never fully give up. It's sort of like when you still or your mom when you were a kid, like why you're still wearing that. Like there's some things that stay. Well, I guess with Leah,
0: because this is love- what Dor- Dorit did the full gloves. So did Kim Kardashian's, like the gloves top. I, I loved like- when Kim did who's pregnant. Okay, but I didn't like it on any of them. I love gloves. I love a high glove that you put up here, maybe with a lovely, like, I don't know, fur. But with um, Leah's take on it, I just I wasn't as into it, but I will say when Lee is more of her off-duty style, because I'm not the biggest fan of her collection, like I do think you can see she has some like cool edginesses when you get to see her more like off-duty than in her confessionals. Maybe it was more of her confessionals. They just really got to me. I actually agree. I liked her style on the show. I didn't like her confessional looks. Like, she wore, um, in the Berserk Shears, a couple outfits where I would have even worn them. Like, I yeah, really Yeah, when liked she was women. going crazy and, like, knocking everything mm-hmm. down. I love that. And I love she they have this pleated skirt on, this sort of, like, a sea of beige and topes thing going on. I thought she looked gorgeous.
1: Yes. I know, she, I know she has a clothing line, but she's not couture. Like, that's not what you're getting. Yeah. Like, so I as much as I love what Dorit does or any of like the fashionable housewives that if you're going to ask me what I relate to, I'm just being honest. I'm not and Carrie I Bradshaw. I'm more like, you know, I also, I'm a little gaudy. You guys can't really see it. Cause I'm like in a tee. but if I was dressed to go out, like I have tons of bracelets on, I have a gaudy ring. I have big gold hoops. I'm a
0: queen's I girl. You are speaking yeah, I like your own. Yeah. I, I like Gold, diamondy, sparkly is right up all of our alley. <laughs> <laughs> big hair, big diamonds, big chunky gold pieces. Like, that's why we also love Shots of Sunset. They are oh, Yeah, it's such
1: a great, great show. We didn't even discuss it, and I want to tell you, MJ, I love her. Yes. she's. I mean, like, that's congrats. another friendship.
0: Reza and MJ, that friendship is so interesting to watch.
1: And so hard to watch, too. Because there's so, yeah. so we're talking about families and real friends, and that show is such a good representation of that. And mm. I heard that episode. You know what I'm talking about at the pool, at whatever that girl's house yeah. was.
0: Whatever. The girl that dated our oh, Kelly. Even at the reunion, yes. she was so useless.
1: Yeah, it was so upsetting and so sad. There was, know, so was so much hurt on both sides. sides.
0: Yeah, that's why you can really tell that their family, because when they go for, like, wanting to kill, they forget they everyone go, else is there, and they go for, like, the night. jugular. Yeah, and I just think with Reza and MJ, it was so hard, because I remember even during quarantine, when Reza and MJ were still very much upset with each other and Reza, 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 Reza did a live, remember where he was talking about how upset he was at MJ and how?
1: I think I saw that, yes.
0: Yeah, and it made me so sad because Reza is amazing whereas really his tongue is like a knife, even I think worse than MJ because MJ is more like a Lisa Vanderpump too where she likes to produce from behind. And come in slyly. See that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But with Reza, I feel like his words are just so... Cutting. Yeah. Every season, he does something to her.
1: And also to other people. Like, it was Gigi, it was Mike, it was... But Gigi, I don't love. I just, I always loved Shaz. I, first of all, I love a cultural experience. I loved family karma. I love, like, yeah. I, I love Do you that. like Mexican Loved, like i love that i love me entrenched in something different right yeah so for me with shaz it was and family karma too and mexican dynasties you got to really feel a family vibe right you saw the the dirt the stuff that they don't want to show you right because Mm. everyone's first season is their best season let's face it no i
0: agree well, like, first and second. Like two seasons with a person is when you really get the And good you usually third season is amazing and by fourth season it's downhill.
1: And I did yeah. see footage that they're filming family karma, which I'm very excited about.
0: I think I think you posted about it, didn't you? I think you I don't know if maybe I you or it about someone it? else it's posted. Someone posts. posted it. Yeah. But there was some filming. post to of- well, Witch. did you guys read, I mean, this is kind of going back to New Jersey, but Dina basically said that one of the reasons she left this show and even why, like, she was so upset by the whole series was because she felt um, Caroline was playing a role that wasn't really true to what was happening.
1: I did not see I think
0: she just does not have a good relationship with her sister. And like, kind of like what we are talking about with Wendy's in-laws, like there are some family who it's such a, a bad break in them that they're willing to like bring it to the
1: process. Also their, their relationship you know, is very complicated because Dina married Al, Albert's brother. And obviously that didn't work out. So Albert's brother- In a very dark way. <laughs> and so Caroline, and I don't know, and I think there are two sides to that story. I think that Caroline maybe didn't have her sisters back in the way she should and maybe Dina expected her to just not talk to Albert's brother anymore which isn't fair either so yeah it's, it's
0: no well the article was more kind of it mentioned about how like Um, how her ex-husband attacked the new husband how they were fighting as well but she basically was talking about how like in season one Bravo at the reunion basically went up to Caroline and said you know we have nothing like this reunion isn't nothing drama's happening so we want you to go after Danielle for this thing with Dina which Dina said off camera it was really nothing like that whole phone call of of, of Danielle calling she said she really didn't call her family it wasn't that big of a deal but that Caroline was like putting on like a this kind of air like she's this protective sister she's this she was saying like even with the whole book of them showing Danielle's book she said everyone always like acted like Caroline was being the big sister protecting Dina but Dina was saying that Caroline was the one that showed the book it wasn't her so Caroline was literally just doing something that she actually literally did, but playing it in a role like she was this amazing protective sister. But I think that goes back to what Alana was saying. They obviously have a very complicated relationship if, if she's getting tied up in all of this. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like yeah. the minutiae of it. Like you're yeah. just annoyed at seeing your sister portrayed in a way because you don't, don't you're quick with her. that. Yeah. Yeah. Want her to have the good edit. But, like, Caroline's, in my opinion, been in TV long enough that at this point, if it were not authentically her character, it we would see more of that. No, I miss right. her. I want her back. I miss her so I, much. I love her. I miss like, Jacqueline. I, even. And I love Dina, too. I love Jacqueline. Like, I went the good old days when it was just, like, Teresa and her family.
1: I loved that. And, I, I like, I loved all of that. Um, I think that I think the truth is somewhere in the middle with the Dina Caroline thing. I think that they both did things that they probably shouldn't have done to each other. And I don't think either one of them are wrong. I think at this point it's two stubborn women who can't just swallow their pride. And my feeling is that your sister and swallow it both of them, yeah. you know, and, and move on yeah. for the sake of the kids. And the Relationship and just life's too short. That's my feeling.
0: No, I could well. To me, this is a great reason why you, um, like it's good when you have so many siblings because you have this massive sort of tribe around you, but it's also kind of bad because you can hold on to something longer and you still don't feel the losses deeply.
1: Totally, Ilana, absolutely. Like, I have one brother, and I mean. We don't fight, but like if we did, we would move past it because it's him and I, you know. Like, yeah,
0: I mean, yeah. I have two sisters, but same. Like, I mean, you have your family is your family. That's your unit. That's your people. You you almost like can't afford to let go because they're too vital to like what makes you
1: you. Well, you girls are Jewish. My mom was Italian. My dad's actually Irish, so I'm Irish and Italian. But I will tell you this, Italian. You are what your mother is, right? That's the Jewish belief. Yes. You are what your mother is. So Italians are all about family and Jewish people are all about family. And it's complicated and it's messy, but you work it out, you work it through and you're a family. And that's Mm -hmm. the way that I was raised. And I hope that my kids have the same mindset, right? Because.
0: They (laughs) will though, because they'll inherit it from you. Yeah. My I husband I imagine.
1: And I hope they're not as messy <laughs> as Caroline and Dina, because ain't nobody yeah. do that kind of drama. Or, <laughs> no. or Joe and Teresa.
0: Yeah, Joe and
1: Teresa I, is, like,
0: my fear. No, but... Actually I, my I blame the, the parents I for Joe and them. Teresa. You blame the parents? Because they always
1: just took Teresa's side, which isn't yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah. never,
0: listen. Uh, like, my mom would never give me that satisfaction, or my but sisters. also
1: very joking. old school. Like, they side with their daughter. I yeah, don't... Yeah, but,
0: like, It actually made it that there was no, there was no like balance. Like you need your parents to be telling both of you, I understand you're right and I understand and you're wrong all the time or else you actually believe yourself.
1: Right. And I think it it always comes back to the fact that the parents felt sorry for Teresa because they knew what she was married to. Like Mm -hmm. we watched it play out on TV a year after they first aired. So everybody knew what was going on. Everybody knew he wasn't really going to work and he was making all this money. So where did the money come from? Did he have a tree in his backyard? He didn't come from money. So how are you paying for he this? had a tree in his house. Everybody knew who he was. So it was like her parents stuck by her because they were scared for her, I think.
0: Wait, so do, oh, you, yeah. you, think, um, do you think that, um, Caroline, the Manzos are at all attached
1: in the. Absolutely not. I just think that Caroline saw it was ha- Like, listen, Caroline's husband wakes up every day and works 15 hours a day in a catering hall. My best friend, I was a maid of honor, got married at the Brown. <gasps> what was that? Really? I have a lot of connections to Jersey, you see. I totally forgot. Lauren Manzo was my best friend, like the helper, like the bride assistant yes
0: yeah 2009
1: and my best friend was like liz if you run around this catering hall looking for the freaking jersey housewives i'll kill you it's my wedding i'm like i won't i won't and i didn't but then but then laura Mandel walked in i'm like and she didn't watch the show i'm like that's the daughter she's like just freaking drink a glass of champagne and pay attention to my wedding and i did i didn't say a word to lauren you're so you're so strong you have such control I'm like, oh my God, where's Albie and Chris? I know, I'd be like, Albie, where are you? True story, true story. I and they that. threw a beautiful okay, wedding and, Al- and Albert, the father, was in the room the whole time looking over everything. They run a beautiful business, really and truly. And what was just him and Lauren, I didn't see the boys or Caroline. But so he, they're, you know, so Caroline knew what was going on because how is Teresa building this house when her husband's home? Yeah. He's not an investment banker. He's a construction guy. <laughs> he can't be home and making money. It doesn't work like that.
0: Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also probably why Teresa had a lot of issues with Melissa because they were living a life that was above board and she was getting everything she wanted and is yes. living this kind of secretive life.
1: As much as I love reality TV and as much as I do live my life above board, as Dina said, I would never put myself on reality TV. No, never. Like, I'm happy to chat about it, but, like, I just don't see how that works out.
0: A hundred percent. Like Dina and I, even as influencers sort of have this whole sort of struggle because so many influencers kind of sell their life as part of their package of branding themselves. So their children and their husbands and their day-to-day, even their like mental breakdowns, they make sure to film those moments. And we are pretty private people for people who are kind of have like this very small kind of micro public kind of aspect to our life. And it's actually like, the idea of just the little that we share is, you know, really controlled. To imagine even doing something where you basically are selling your soul for, you know, and your life as.
1: Even with this podcast, like I told you guys, it was my first one. My year anniversary of my page will be next Friday. And I was.
0: Congratulations.
1: Thank you. And I started it because I was like, you know what? All these people have these memes. I could do that. You know, like, I could do it. And and so, like, it was fun. And even tonight with the podcast, like I said to my husband, keep the kids upstairs because I'm always, like, I don't want my kids' faces being, like... Yeah. To put them on national television, no. No,
0: no, no, that's...
1: And and I will tell you something. My daughter would... You talk about Melania. Oh, my God. My daughter (laughs) would be a... And she has a TikTok. It's private. She has no... Well, my niece and her one friend she has two followers she could take off on but like i would never exploit my my marriage my children and as much as i love watching it i think i also think i have a different perspective you know 12 years ago maybe i wouldn't have known you know i've watched that and i'm like "Mm, not for me
0: yeah but i'll
1: but i'll comment though
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah i'd rather just have an opinion on everyone else who's willing to do it and appreciate and i love and appreciate them for doing this for us and i also
1: like that's why i have so much respect for marge and joe and melissa and joe and and the couples who really can keep it together because i don't think that's easy to do
0: no i think on reality shows that like, that's really your make or break like
1: that,
0: you know how they kyle said- and
1: mauricio okay. as much as people want to knock them like it's not easy to keep it together on a reality show for 12 years.
0: No, I honestly no. feel that, like, you know how they said during COVID, that was the time you made or break with relationships. I think The Housewives was that before COVID because you go on <laughs> and you can make it through this and you still come well, out. Well, you always on. know someone's about to get divorced when they have a renewal on a reality oh, show. Oh, a renewal is <sighs> such a downfall. It's such a. Or a renewal
1: in general life. Like, you did it once, you don't need to renew it, it's no. doesn't yeah. it doesn't expire
0: to be renewed yeah if it needs to be renewed then it's probably That's um there's awesome. a defective issue and it just needs to be yeah. returned to the production Bender.
1: company
0: so, um, before <laughs> we let you um, go we um we have a fun game we like to play but before yeah, we get into it's our favorite game, we did want to know if there was any hot topics in the bravo world that you wanted us to break down before we go was there any topic?
1: What did you think of Erica Jane dissing the memer?
0: Well, we actually had her on. We were very fortunate. And she's the loveliest person, by the way. I was, oh, listen,
1: and I was friends with her always. And I'm so happy for her come up because that is awesome. Yeah. Um, and she had great, I always shared her stuff because she was, she has great content. She's so so when it all went down, I was like, at least it happened to a nice person. Because I will say this now that I've had a couple trulys. The meme world is <laughs> vicious. There are so many people that are not nice as far as memers. And yeah. I'm not like that. I, I started from nothing and I am nice to everybody because it's all in good fun, right? Yeah. I find that a lot of memers take themselves too seriously. Like, this is just a game. This is just a hobby. We're just collecting stamps. Like, calm down.
0: <laughs> are not
1: doing anything of importance. You're yeah. making people laugh which is nice right it's Important. all in good fun
0: honestly yeah, that's part D I really value
1: no but like it's all in good fun right yeah. so yeah there are people who take it too seriously and people like that i can't stomach <laughs> yeah. but brands of bravo is such good people and such a sweet girl and so great content. Yeah. And so when it happened to her, I was happy because there's other people that if it would have happened to, I would have been like, this motherfucker. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God, <it hurts. laughs> And I won't name names, but I could. But they're <laughs> like so, like, think who they, and it's like, and I'm not talking about people with 100,000 followers. I'm talking about people with like 12,000, 13,000, who like, it's not that big of a deal. Don't take yourself so seriously. Well, that's really- the part of this whole world I don't like. I don't yeah. like that because like, I feel like there's there's enough sunshine and we can all shine. Right? I
0: agree. Yeah, we completely agree. I mean, I we can definitely so far everyone we've interacted with in the meme bravo world slash podcast. You picked that's, all good people. Such so lovely yeah, people. Very <laughs> lucky. I completely both Alana and I get that because especially in the luxury industry, we, we're stylists. We that's kind of the same thing we end up working with. You get some people who just they take it serious. the majority of the people yeah. are the worst. Are they vicious. take themselves yeah. and please. will do anything to take down someone else rather like they look at other people's success as taking from their
1: pot right. i have always said i have never needed to screw unscrew anyone else's light bulb to shine baby we can oh, all shine I together
0: that. i love that
1: expression and it's the truth we can all shine together and like the people I who do see. that, honestly, people they're they're biting it. their nose to spite their face. To me, because it all catches up. Okay. That's how I feel. But I I wanted to say that because it's a real th- it's real in the meme world, very real. Well, I hope they all go away. I really truly believe yeah. that the
0: the people who have these vicious hearts will eventually go down. Yeah, I'd like You're put it in God's oh, yeah. energy. Yeah, they and end I up honestly, undoing
1: they, themselves. You don't have to do any. exactly. You don't have to say anything. Exactly, and
0: then. Someone like Friends of Bravo, she's one of those lovely, lovely people that even when she was having that interaction with Erica, all it did was show the fans. How the she super- was. Yes. Yeah. But also like how little she thought of the people supporting her. So it just made Erica have less people behind her and it makes her actually less relevant. So she just hurt herself thinking that she was clever or something.
1: I have to tell you, I've been doing this for a year and- you know, you start and you see who interacts. And in the year I've been doing it, I am coming up on 30,000 followers. I'm 29 point something. And I'm not, I'm not saying that to brag. I'm just saying that to say that these people like Melissa Gorga always interacts. MJ always interacts. The people who don't interact like Lisa Rena, like Erica Jane, like Teresa, you know what? I have no problem. Making funny memes about them because you want to be an asshole. Turnaround's a fair game.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm a a New York
1: City girl, babe. I got, I got this. Yeah,
0: I truly. I swear, I feel like you know you don't want to be, but you would make an excellent housewife because you're so beautiful and you're so funny and you're so quick that I feel like you would you you know how to play the game and you'd play really well. I would definitely watch you. Yeah,
1: (laughs) you would be like the best housewife. We were just. I appreciate that. My my son is coming back down the stairs, even though he should be sleeping. Uh, my, so my son said to me, are you dressing up as a housewife for Halloween? And I'm like, no, but like, so I made it like a question, like, which one should I be? And people sent me the best answers. And uh, if I were a single girl, I would go on housewives, but I wouldn't put my family in there. You program. wouldn't go as a housewife. I love that.
0: Yeah, I love that you, yeah, you would only go not as a housewife. Well,
1: because why don't you put your husband and your kids in? And, and you know what? If I didn't have kids, like if it was just me and my husband, but to put, I would never, I would never put my children in that situation.
0: No, but I think Erica and Lisa Rena definitely need some, like, pegs. Like, they need to come down a little. They both seem to have thinking. Oh,
1: they're going to come down once Kathy gets on there. Oh, I know! I'm so excited. I'm
0: so excited.
1: Saddle up, baby! We're gonna have a ride. I'm. It's gonna
0: be so much fun. Well, besides all the negative mean um, people that are out there, has anyone from the Bravo community, whether it be like a Bravo celebrity or somebody you admire, have reached out where you felt like, you know, it made you maybe have a moment?
1: A few. Um, Leah has been very cool with me. Sonia Morgan is the biggest supporter. I love her. Melissa Gorga and I are obviously friends because you know I'm a stan and me and her like in quarantine, we were sending each other like I was like there was a push-up challenge that Joe Gorga did so I sent my husband doing push-ups and so that's fun. Oh my god! That's amazing. MJ's my girl. Like I have like a lot of like I'm a very like down to earth kind of person so people like Teresa, don't write me back. <laughs> but people like you say know them. what?
0: I would rather be in contact with the MJs and the Melissas and these like lovely, yeah. funny, charming women right, who, are even favorite. on screen, yeah, they come across as the people you want to hang out with. Who need like the people who think that most of themselves are the ones that fall the hardest. Look at Dorinda. I'll tell you like, the
1: funniest one. So you know, everyone was making fun of Dorit's capri room. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I was like right on the bandwagon and Buca de Pepe contacted me and they were like, Dorit selected a couple of Bravo memers to unveil the Capri room. Where do you live? I was like, New York City and there's no indoor dining. Dorit delivered to my house food for twenty five people from Buca de Pepe to post like and I posted it on the episode. Yeah. That's so, so lovely. Lori is definitely one of them. And, like, it's funny because you think she's so fancy. But that was so cool of her. Like, I was joking and making fun of the room. So, yes, this summer. I called all my friends. I was like, because I have a pool. I was like, come over. Bucca de Peppo sending food. And they oh sent, like, literally a feast for 50 people.
0: Well, I heard is a client
1: of mine and
0: just from like through her sister i've not met her or anything like that but she's just told me so many lovely things about her that i legit gotten arguments with like friends and family who aren't dorit stands about like how lovely she is i'm like no well, i know, know her the thing sister- is what that
1: showed me was people think dorit and pk take themselves so seriously but clearly they don't because they were like you know what mm-hmm. this one is posting funny things about us but she gets a lot of traffic so let let yeah, her post and you know what i never said a negative thing about puka de Peppo again
0: <laughs> <laughs> i love
1: it well i think that's so, a perfect time to do if our- you can't beat them join them yeah no so, yeah.
0: i love dorit i think i'm like such a lover and this just made me love her so much more but now we mm-hmm. want to know we have a fun game it's called call text delete basically it's like a kiss game. Yeah. So, um, and we're going to do it in All-Star Edition. Alana, would you like to say who? Yes. Okay, so it's going to be All-Star Edition Jersey Shore because we spent a lot of time loving on it, and I wanted to give it its due. We've never done Not Jersey, it. Jersey Shore. Shore.
1: Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I could do Jersey, <laughs> Jersey Shore, too. I've been Jersey. watching that since I was a kid. We could do Jersey
0: Shore, but actually, and there's all these Ronnie news, but no. Real Housewives of
1: What's Jersey, the Ronnie Jersey. news?
0: He's got a new girlfriend. I think her name is Safira. Oh, and Safira. Why his is ex her.
1: is posting pictures with a guy.
0: Makes sense. Yes, exactly. And so, so, um a picture of her, yeah. Yeah, so the Real Housewives of New Jersey, and we're going to do, like, to our all-star cast, and you call, text, delete, and you have to say why. Marge, right. Teresa, and Caroline.
1: Ooh, I would call Caroline, because there's a lot of her that reminds me of, like, my own mother, so... I would call her. I would text Marge because she's cool. And I would delete Teresa because she's great TV, but her character for me isn't what I would want in a friend. So I don't dislike her, but she's not for me.
0: No, and you don't seem like you would soldier for someone just because. Like, you seem like you do it with heart and love.
1: Never. My nickname in college was Tell It Like It Is Liz, so...
0: Oh, yeah, I love it. That. Well, can oh God, you, do, but we should can you tell it? I'll tell it like it is this. I love it. Um, can you tell all our listeners just one more time, like where they can follow you and like stop you like we do? <laughs> oh,
1: I love you, girls. Follow me at Bravo and Cocktails on Instagram. Okay. I yeah, have a Twitter, but I don't really use it so. <laughs>
0: Everyone, go to Instagram. You'll have the best time ever and just laugh your heads off. Funniest memes. They're so on point. They're so funny. Your stories are always great too. And I love you. I though. know. I'm speaking we for Dina as well. Too. Like we already know, we want to have you on again so <laughs> like, whenever you want to come. So up. much fun. We have more. Uh, we know we'd want to talk to you about. So perhaps
1: like when Jersey's I've never bound, done, this is my first one. I don't think I can go on with anybody you're else. You're natural. I'm like, I'm like, am I? I don't know. Second I'm, so, I'm yes. such a. Like, I'm like a loud now.
0: <laughs> well, no, I would. You're, you're always you talk welcome here. If my husband wasn't waiting for dinner, I would just sit here all night listening to you.
1: <laughs> I will tell you this. I'll be. You girls want me. I'll be back. Yay! Yay. That makes me well, so happy. I'll bring if I, if I could find someone to babysit. I'll bring my husband because you would love him. It would be like oh a God. Melissa Gorga, Joe Gorga situation.
0: Okay, okay. I, I just thought my him. husband's Jersey. cuter yes, and
1: more muscular, if you could believe it.
0: Oh, I love it. We have it's to juicy. do that. We need <laughs> premiere? It will be a special night. Yes, let's make that our Jersey premiere night plan. Yes. Okay. Oh my God, it's we have to do that. It's a date. Okay, really but he's blonde,
1: blue-eyed, so he's it's more gone. of like we'll a Frank Titania look.
0: I like it. He's, bringing, he's
1: mixing it up. We love, love you, it. girls. Thank, thank you for you, having me. We love you. So thank
0: you. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you want to follow us across our platforms, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at stylishly Solomon Solomon spelled with all O's S O L O M O N and also on our Instagram. You can find links in the bio to follow us on amazon and like to know it and shop our looks and find out our fashion breakdowns if you like this podcast please subscribe rate and leave a comment we always love to hear your feedback we thank you for thinking of us and appreciate your love and support